Hey everyone, this is Ben. I am going to be doing a solo podcast today. Uh, normally our Off the Rails podcast uh, with me and Utia, we like to do lighthearted things, just hopefully make people laugh, give people a reason to forget, you know, maybe some of the hard things going on in the country right now. Um, but there's, there's several things that have really been bothering me and troubling me. And I know that our podcast is to forget, you know, and to, to be able to think about something lighthearted. But I, I, I do need to talk about the serious stuff for this episode. So this isn't going to be a funny one, a goofy one. We're going to talk about some hard things. And, um, and, and we're going to look at some facts. And we're going to see what um, is, is happening in the country and who is behind it, who is supporting it. And, and why this needs to stop. Okay, and this started a few weeks ago when, when Cannon Hennett was killed. And we'll um, talk about that here in a little bit. And I saw some things on Facebook. It wasn't it wasn't outraged that a five-year-old boy was murdered. It, it wasn't, you know, outraged that, that, that something horrible like that could happen. It was, yeah, Cannon's a tragedy. But don't use that to discredit Black Lives Matter. Woo, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. BLM. And it started to make me upset. Because we all know that if the races were reversed, then Cannon would have been a, a major news story and on the front page of every newspaper and every single news show would have been talking about him nonstop. And there would have been even more riots than George Floyd, and that's saying something. But because he was a white boy, no one cared. Nobody cared. We'll get to this in a little bit, but just, just a little preview. Um, every single news outlet, national news outlet, ignore the story for days. And there, there, there is proof of that. Um, because he did the unforgivable sin of being white. And then I, I called someone out on it whenever um, they said something dumb about it. And, and I'm like, look, why, why do you not care about this? And they said, you know what? The, they said the tragic thing about Cannon Hennett is that if Cannon was black, and his murderer was white, then the murderer would have gotten away with it. That is what they said. And, and no, no, that's evil and that's stupid. Okay, the, the tragic thing about Cannon Hennett was that a five-year-old was murdered. That's the tragic thing about Cannon Hennett. Okay, um, the tragic thing is not some fantasy that you have and some dream where America is a super racist country and, and now this is proof. No, the tragic thing is that an innocent five-year-old boy lost his life. But again, we'll get to that. I also got blacklisted by some people because I said Jacob Blake was not a victim of racism. And that's the first thing I want to talk about right now. So we're going to talk about Jacob Blake. We're going to talk about Cannon Hennett. We're going to talk about Black Lives Matter and police. Okay, so if you're not interested in these topics, then then just go ahead. Don't listen. I'm, I'm not going to be upset. But here are some facts that people like Black Lives Matter... That people who are posting all these things about Jacob was a victim of racism. Let's give to, you know, his GoFundMe, which has already raised over $2 million. He deserves it. And, and the policemen are evil and they shouldn't have shot him because because that's racist. Okay, let's look at some facts about the Jacob Blake case before we do anything else. Okay, because what we're told is Jacob Blake was a victim of racism because he was shot in the back seven times. And that's the entire argument. Jacob was shot seven times in the back, and, and that's all they can say, and he was black, and the police officer was white, so that's racism. They refuse to look at why, 
They refuse to look at the situation. They refuse to look at anything else. They just look at the color of his skin. And then they emphasize seven times, period. In the back, a lot of times, all caps, period. And, and it's like, but that's racism. And, and I'm like, no, you have to look at why. Why was he shot? What kind of man was Jacob Blake? Why were the police there anyway? So let's look at that before we do anything else. So on the morning of May 3rd, uh, Jacob Blake was standing over his girlfriend while she was sleeping. She wakes up and he proceeds to rape her. Um, then it says, that, you know, we're not going to go into the details. He says some things. He takes her car keys. He takes her debit card and he leaves and steals her car. And then he goes and makes two withdrawals with it, with, uh, with her debit card. He does this. He rapes a woman and, and then steals her car. And that wasn't the first time he had stolen her car because Jacob did not have a car. Okay. The woman also, when she called the police, said that she had been on and off with him uh, for eight years and that he beat her twice a year whenever he was drinking heavily. So that means that this quote-unquote innocent victim of racism who was doing nothing wrong at the time, a police came up and shot him in the back seven times in the street, the story goes. But he, he was a violent abuser and a rapist. And then we're told, hey, his past doesn't matter. But, but it does matter because the reason the police were called was because he was terrorizing this woman once again and he had an open warrant out for his arrest. Okay, it also showed that he was very, very violent. He beat this woman, beat her up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen different times, not to mention May 3rd when he raped her. Okay, and, and the people that are saying he's an innocent victim of racism, what if that was your mom that was always getting abused, both sexually and physically, by this man? What if that was your daughter? What if that was your sister or someone in your family or a close friend? He was a domestic abuser and a rapist. He was a serial abuser. He was a horrible person. Okay, and yes, that matters because that is the reason the police were there in the first place. Not because he was breaking up a fight, like people on Facebook want to say, because they have no facts and they're uninformed fools. Okay, so he, 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 he had an open war for his arrest. He was terrorizing this woman again. He did not have a car, so no doubt trying to steal her car again with the three kids inside. And the police come. And the police tried to arrest him because he has an open warrant for his arrest for rape. For physical abuse for trespassing and he resists and then all the people are like well the policemen should have used non-lethal force they should have just done it peacefully but you cannot arrest someone peacefully if they are fighting you and he did fight them and he was brawling with them and he got one of them in a headlock and was trying to hurt these police officers so one of them used a taser and the taser did not work he kept resisting and fighting so they used the taser a second time, and the taser did not work. He kept resisting and fighting. Finally, Jacob Blake decided that he had enough, and he was going to walk around the car. As the policemen were pointing their guns at him, he walked around the car. They are screaming at him to stop. They are pleading with him to stop. He opens the door, and he reaches in his car for something, and they found the knife on the floorboard after he was shot. But that is when the policeman shot him seven times in the back. Okay? Yes, 
he was black. Yes, he was shot seven times. Yes, he was shot in the back. That does not mean racism. Because Jacob Blake decided that either they were going to die or he was going to die. Okay? One of these people were not going to walk away. And Jacob said he had had enough and he was going to try to kill these people. That is why he was reaching in for his weapon. Some people are like, oh, no, he was just checking on his kids. And he happened to have a knife in the floorboard. Um, he was checking on his kids because he's a great dad. Yeah, what kind of a dad um, physically abuses and then rapes their mom um, over and over and over and over and over. Um, yeah, these kids are traumatized. I feel bad for them. They are victims. They are victims because they saw someone get shot right in front of them. They are victims because they have seen their mom get abused by this man. But they are not victims because the police officers were racist. They are victims because Jacob Blake was a bad guy and he dealt with the consequences of his actions this time. Yes, they shot him because these police officers also have families. They have kids that they want to get home to also. And to say that this policeman, that these policemen were racist because they ended up having to shoot him because he decided that that was going to happen. You are wrong and you are either uninformed or you are a bad person also. Because what you are saying when you say racism, these policemen shot him, that's racism, is that you believe that these police officers should be put in prison for the rest of their lives for doing something that Jacob Blake caused them to do. You are saying that these policemen should not be allowed to go home anymore. They should be behind bars for the rest of their life. What did these police officers do wrong? They tried to detain him peacefully. They tried to use non-lethal force. Jacob Blake decided that he was going to murder them in the street. And because of the color of his skin, you immediately say racism. And you know what happens whenever you keep screaming racism when racism is not the cause? You discount future cases when racism actually is the cause. If you want to talk about racism, let's talk about Ahmaud Arbery because that was racism. We can bring up Tamir Rice. We have other re other, other uh, uh, examples of actual racism. But do not discount what happened to them by saying that Jacob Blake was an innocent victim of racism. Do not put this policeman behind bars because he's white. And that's the only reason. Because he did the right thing. Do not do that. Because if you do that, then you are a bad person too. Okay? These people are supporting this violent rapist. And he's already raised over $2 million in the hospital. He, you, you people are crazy. You are insane. Do it to somebody. Like, give to somebody that deserves it. But no, you'd rather get on Facebook and get on Twitter and Instagram and post stupid memes about, oh man, racism has to stop. And this is wrong. This is racism. BLM. BLM. And then you're going to go watch more riots happen and you're inciting more violence. You know what happens whenever you get on Facebook and you keep making all these stupid things and, and proving your ignorance and saying that Jacob Blake's an innocent victim? You know what happens? You have a case like Javon, in, who is a 19-year-old black man who was watching this stuff, watching um, uh, police videos, decided that police are evil and white people are evil, and he went down to an auto zone in Columbus, Georgia, and stabbed a white 51-year-old man just because he was white. You have a part in that. Yes, you. If you're constantly defending Jacob Blake and putting on Facebook that the police are evil and there's police brutality, which we'll get to that in a little bit because that's a myth as well and I got the facts to back that up, but you have a part in that. Oh, 
But wait, you'll tell me that that wasn't racism, even though he's he, he thinks white people are evil. He admitted that, and then he admitted that he wanted to kill a white person, so he goes and finds one and stabs him, um, trying to murder him. But only white people can be racist, because I read a book called White Fragility, and that's what this insane feminist uh, racist woman said. Um, no, it, it's evil. And you have a part in it. Or you can be like Stephen Sinclair, who's a 30-year-old black man that walked up to a 29-year-old white Michael Connor who was walking his dog and said, I'm going to kill you and your dog. And then he started chasing him with a knife. Michael Connor tried to defend himself with a stick. Stephen Sinclair began stabbing him while screaming, Black Lives Matter. Um, thankfully, Connor survived. He had to go to the hospital with a collapsed lung and other injuries. Uh, this was in Colorado. This last week. And these are just a few examples of, of the things that are happening right now. Because all these people just want an excuse for violence. And they're going to use, oh, Jacob Blake was a victim of racism. No, he wasn't. And now you have a bunch of black people that are also attacking white people. But that's not racism. No, that's probably reparations or something. And you have Black Lives Matter rioting and burning businesses and murdering people and harming innocent people. You have Black Lives Matter in Portland that's going to pull an innocent white man out of his car in front of his girlfriend or wife and, and make him kneel and then one of them run and punt kick him in the head. You're going to have Black Lives Matter trying to destroy this business and an elderly man comes out to t try to get them to stop because he's worked his whole life to build up his business. And, and, and they're going to beat him unconscious and make him lay in a pool of his own blood in the streets and leave him like that? Or you're going to be like the man a few days ago in Portland who walked up because someone supported President Trump and shot him at point-blank range and murdered him in the street? Watch that video. Okay? Because they said, hey, we have a Trumper over here. Someone, Black Lives Matter activist, walks up, boom, shoots him, murders him. That's what you're supporting. Then you say, oh, well, Jacob Blake, you know, he was black. And, and then there was a white guy that, that killed two people and walked right by police. And they didn't shoot him. Well, that's because that white 17-year-old teenager, Kyle Rittenhouse, was there to try to protect businesses from evil people that were trying to destroy them. He was a CP, uh, he, he was a lifeguard that was trained in CPR. And he knew that these things get violent. And so he thought he may be able to help somebody. He had already cleaned off some graffiti while he was there, and he had already put out a fire with a fire extinguisher. But yes, he brought a gun because these thugs were going to try to kill, kill somebody, and he wanted to be able to defend himself if necessary. And so one person, who by the way, was, was taunting people and screaming the N-word all night, one of these Black Lives Matter activists that care about black people, calling everyone the N-word, he started chasing him and was going to try to kill Kyle. So Kyle shot in self-defense and the guy died. The guy also was a violent person who was a registered sex offender, Joseph Rosenbaum, if you want to look him up, for a sex crime involving a minor. Okay, then another person came, tried to beat him to death with a skateboard. Kyle shot. That guy also has a history of violence, battery, domestic abuse. Okay, a third one was chasing Kyle with a pistol. Kyle shot his arm. Okay, he didn't die. He got in the hospital. Later, he said his only regret was that he wasn't able to murder the teenager. Okay, so one person, uh, Jacob Blake, is a violent rapist that was called because he had raped his girlfriend and beat her, you know, 16 times. And, and he resisted police and he fought them.
And they tried to use a taser. And finally, he went for a weapon to try to murder them. And he got shot. And we're supposed to believe that Kyle Rittenhouse is the same, you know, but he's white. So, no, the only thing we're doing is look at the people of color's skin. The color of the people's skin. That's the only thing that these Black Lives Matter activists are doing. Because they're afraid to look at the facts because the facts don't back them up. And they just want to scream racism every time and try to be a champion for black people. And, and, and But instead, they're making things worse. Because black people are being killed because of this. Because of all these riots. You really think black lives matter, but what you really mean is the only black people that matter are the ones that are killed by white police officers, justified or not. Because no one cares about David Dorn. Let's not mention his name. 77-year-old retired police captain in St. Louis who had served in the police force there from 1969 to 2007. Literally given his life, his entire life, and sacrificed and served those people because he was a good honorable man and even though he was retired when riots and vandalism and looting and burning started happening where he was there in St. Louis that he he stepped out of his house and he went into the streets where the action was happening because he wanted to make a difference and stop crime from happening because he was a good man and some punk some black lives matter activist took a gun and shot him and he bled to death on the sidewalk on Facebook Live. His last breath was filmed on Facebook Live because Black Lives Matter killed him. Do they care about David Dorn? He's black. Why don't why aren't we protesting in his name? Why don't we ever hear his name? Where's the outrage when David Dorn is murdered? Oh wait, it wasn't a white police officer, it wasn't a white man that killed him. Because when black people kill black people, that doesn't matter, apparently. And the hypocrisy is, is unreal. And yes, it angers me. Because my wife and my daughters, I don't want something to happen to them from a white person, a black person, his bank. It don't matter. Okay? If something happens to them, I don't care what color of skin it is. Like, they are people. Okay? I am a person. Black people are people. White people are people. We're all equal in God's eyes. Why are we only caring about the people that are killed by white police officers? We don't care about anyone else. You say Black Lives Matter. Let's change the slogan. Let's change the, the organization name. Black Lives Matter. Hashtag or, or, or asterisk. Only if they're killed by white police officers. Because that's all you care about. Why don't we do all Black Lives Matter? Because the majority of black people that are murdered are murdered by other black people. And that's a fact. Why don't we do pre-born black, black Lives Matter? Because more black people, more black babies are aborted than any other race. Why don't we care about them? They're being murdered in the womb and no one cares. But every single time a black person is killed by a white police officer or shot by a white police officer, it's, it's racism. And oh man, the police, there they go again, the evil police, the evil white man. And it's sickening. Because you are supporting the things that happen. And then I hear, well, if you're more outraged at the reaction than the actual thing that happens, then you're part of the problem. No, you saying that, you, you are a part of the problem. Because yes, I'm outraged that David Dorn was murdered in cold blood in the streets from a thug that didn't care a thing about George Floyd. He was just looking for a reason to be violent and steal. I'm outraged that a two-year-old named Owen in, in Chicago is not able to go home for his birthday party 
his two-year-old birthday party because he's having he has stage four neuroblastoma and he is at the Ronald McDonald House where Black Lives Matter is rioting and trying to break in and destroy the Ronald McDonald House where little kids are getting cancer treatment. Yeah, that ticks me off. And they say they care about people. They just made this two-year-old who's gone through more than you'll ever go through. And he can't even go home for a birthday party because his life is in danger. Can you imagine the fear that night when right outside that building there are rioters and looters and criminals who are trying to get in, who are trying to do damage, who are trying to hurt people? Can you imagine the screaming and the yelling that they're hearing outside and the parents are wondering if someone's going to do something to their two-year-old cancer patient? Yeah, I can't imagine that. But Black Lives Matter cares about people. Yeah, let's support Black Lives Matter. What a great organization. Yeah, let's do that. Woohoo. Black Lives Matter. BLM. BLM. And you're spinning in the face of a two-year-old cancer patient. Or there's the white Macy's employee that was doing nothing but working at his job and two black men came in and decided that they wanted to beat him senseless. So one of them pulled out his phone and started recording while the other viciously attacked him and beat him. The, they, the, the, the one holding the camera was laughing. You can look it up. And they said they made up some thing. Oh, this white guy said that, you know, said the N-word. So my brothers or, or, or whoever it is, um, um, is beating them up. And they just made up a lie. And this random white person was just viciously attacked by criminals. And that's in the name of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm outraged at the reaction because many, 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 many more people have been hurt murdered their businesses and lives destroyed because of that is the reaction there are many many more people that have died than than what actually happened so yeah i'm more outraged at the reaction because you say you want to fight against racism and, and then you put jacob blake on the front line like no that's not a racist thing and now you're inciting more people to do violent things Okay, and then let's talk about Cannon Hinnon for a minute, because this is where I first got in trouble um, with with leftists and Black Lives Matter people. Because for days after Cannon Hinnon was murdered, if you don't know about Cannon Hinnon, he was a white five-year-old boy who was riding his bike in his front yard on a Sunday afternoon just a couple weeks ago. And his black adult neighbor um, walked over, took a gun, pointed it at his head, and shot him and killed him from point blank range. Murdered him. And there was no outrage from this. There was nothing. People would literally, people searched, I saw proof. People searched for days on ABC, um, CNN, all New York Times, all these major media outlets for days. Canon Hennett was not mentioned one time on their entire website. Because no one cares because he was white. We have a problem in America. That problem, are there racist people? Yes, and I'll fight against racism because my immediate family is affected by that. But we have a problem when someone stupid and evil says that the tragic thing that happened, or the tragic thing about the Cannon Hinnon case was that if his murderer was white and Cannon was black, his murderer would have gotten away with it. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen on Facebook, and that's saying something. That person should be ashamed of themselves. That is pure evil. And if you supported that person, and if you uh, back that person up, then you're evil too. And I have no problem saying that, and I would say that to your face. 
Because the tragic thing about the Canahan case was that a five-year-old boy was murdered. The tragic thing was that his two sisters were also playing in the yard and they had to turn and watch this man take a gun and blow this kid's head off, basically. I know his head did. They had to watch him murder their brother. The dad had to run outside after he heard the gunshot and scoop up his five-year-old boy in his arms and the five-year-old boy's cannon's blood was running down his body, his arms, and, and he was trying to resuscitate him and he died that is the tragic thing, but not a word from anybody because he was white, because we don't care about white people. We have lost our humanity. That is the tragic thing. Okay, I, I, I still have nightmares sometimes to this day because my sister was murdered when I was 11. She was shot in the head seven times by her, by her uh, ex-boyfriend. I remember where I was the day the news, the, the next day when they was on the news and, and the people beside her in the, in the motel room um, had said they heard, and I quote, a blood curling scream. And then they came out and watched as, as the, the murderer ran away. I remember exactly those words. I will never forget that. I was not there. I did not witness her dying. But I remember where I was and I imagine it and I still have nightmares 20 years later. Okay, imagine what these little girls are going through. They had to watch this murderer execute their brother. They have to live with that for the rest of their lives. Cannon's dad has to live with his son dying in his arms, with his blood running down his body for the rest of his life. They have to ask why and wonder why and they'll never get an answer. But then they have to go to work because they have other kids that they have to take care of and they have to try to get back to life. That is the tragic thing. Not your fantasy where America's a racist country and he would have gotten away with it. And then someone gets on Facebook and asks the totally legitimate question. Why wasn't this ever mentioned on the news? Why was this ignored for days? And then the BLM activists have to say, well... Uh, they make a post. Well, you know, yes, Cannon's death was tragic, but don't let the don't stop politicizing him. You know, we BLM, Black Lives Matter. We have a we have a movement going on. Yeah, your movement is killing tons of people, by the way. And we're not allowed to say Cannon's name. They get offended if you post a, post a picture of his smiling face. You know what I see when I see that smiling face? I see my two and a half year old daughter. And now I know that there's people that if that happened to Haven. There's people that wouldn't care. They would be like, yeah, it's tragic what happened to Haven, but Black Lives Matter. And, and let's go destroy more buildings because that's what this organization does. That's what we support. Or let's give our money to the rioters and, and, the, and the violent criminals that are going to jail because they're violating uh, the law and they're burning businesses and they're killing people in the streets and they're in jail now. But let's give them money to bail them out instead of giving money to the Hennett family. Okay, and, and, and now I know that there's people that aren't, are not going to care. And it ticks me off. They say stop politicizing it, but then three months later, the Democrats, you know, they have no problem with them politicizing George Floyd at the Democratic National Convention. They say, well, the, the reason that, you know, people are, are you know, upset about George Floyd is or these people is because their killers are never caught pretty sure the officer went to jail you know months ago they're still protesting and rioting and doing violent things in his name yeah Cannon's murderer got caught within 24 hours wonderful George Floyd's murder was in jail very very soon after it happened
months later, they're still rioting. And it's wrong. And it's evil. Okay, what, what about Zykir Young? So Cannon's murderer was arrested. Okay, there's a one-year-old baby named Zykir Young that was killed last week in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania by a gang, a little black baby. He was sleeping. A bullet went through the wall and hit him in the head and he died. Over 40 kids have been killed in street violence and gangs in the last month. His murderer is still free. Where's the outrage with him? So don't give me that excuse because no one cares about anybody except black people that are killed by white people. And what I have learned is that no one cares if Zakir Young dies. No one cares if a black baby dies as long as he's killed by a black man. But as soon as that same black man is arrested or killed by a white police officer, then the country's going to be outraged. And it's wrong. And it's evil. And I'm sick of it. Okay? And everyone tries to be informed. Here, let me give you some stats. I'm going to give you some stats about uh, black people being arrested and uh, police brutality and things. So if you support Black Lives Matter and you think police are, you know, police brutality, let's stop that. And black people, um, you know, are just shot in the streets all the time by police officers. Uh, you, you may not want to listen to this next part because this is just going to blow anything you say out of the water. First, they like to say that uh, they only kill black people. Police officers only kill black people. Um, and if Jacob Blake wasn't, you know, black, he wouldn't have been shot. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the Washington DC snipers who killed 17 people. Uh, they were black and they killed 17 people in a racially, uh, murderous rampage. And they were brought in and arrested. Why? Because they surrendered peacefully. They did not try to kill the police officers. Okay. So the thing is, it's, it's not, oh, if you're black, they're going to shoot you. They're hunting you. No. Okay. Because... White people get killed by police too. Okay, last year, December 2019, Matthew Krupar was shot and killed by police in League City, Texas while he was assaulting an officer. He was unarmed. November 2019, Robert Sycon was, sh was shot and killed by police in Carroll County, Ohio after fighting with police during a traffic stop and then attempted to run away. He was unarmed. October, Cameron Eli was shot and killed by police in Santa Barbara, California after stabbing his mother to death and pretending to draw a firearm when confronted by police. He was unarmed, okay? I have a big list here, so I'm just going to start naming the names. September 2019, Dwayne Morgan was unarmed. September 2019, John Karras was unarmed. August, uh, Michael Brainholt was unarmed. Kind of, because he tried to take the officer's firearm. August 2019, Riley P. unarmed. August, David Engel was unarmed. August, Maggie Brooks unarmed. July, Joshua Ortiz unarmed. May, Luke Patterson, unarmed. May, Ethan Murray, unarmed. May, David West, unarmed. April, <clears throat> April, Thomas Varal, unarmed. April, Donald Lang, unarmed. March, Andrew Mason, unarmed. March, Tyler Meyer, unarmed. February, Eric Young, unarmed. February, Eric Precop, unarmed. February, Morgan West, unarmed. January, Rogena Nicholas, unarmed. January, Preston Azutz, unarmed. January, Matthew Tucannon, unarmed. January, Sean Billinger, unarmed. All 24 of those people were unarmed and they were white and they were killed by police. For some stats, in 2019, 403 white suspects were killed. 24 of them were unarmed. 
250 black people were killed. 14 black suspects were unarmed. That means 5.9% of white suspects killed were unarmed. 5.6% of black suspects killed were unarmed. So out of millions and millions of arrests, police rarely kill anyone of any race. But when they do, the suspect is almost always armed and or fighting and resisting whether it be trying to grab an officer's weapon, whether it be trying to run over the police officer because driving a vehicle over him would be considered unarmed. Um, and although rare, the odds were greater that white, su white suspects killed by police were unarmed. Okay, and then um, you say, well, what about police brutality? Okay, police need to stop killing people. That just shows they're killing way too many people. Okay, wrong again. Okay, because the whole police brutality is a myth as well. Because police as a whole almost never kill anybody, no matter what race they are. When compared to total arrests, police kill 0.01% of suspects. That is one person every 10,000 arrests. When compared to total police interactions, that goes down even more. The vast majority of people killed by police were armed and actively trying to kill the police officers, okay, like Jacob Blake. There were 55 unarmed shootings in 2019, which translates to 0.0007%, okay, for those people who don't like math, that is seven people for every one million arrests, but, but police brutality is an epidemic, right, seven out of a million. And besides, the vast majority of those quote-unquote unarmed people that were killed were also threats and trying to harm officers, and most of those were justified. Unjustified shootings are, are, are incredibly rare. And trying to generalize them to police as a whole is clearly asinine. It is crazy. Okay, and but, but we're making police officers the bad guys. Well, he shouldn't have shot him seven times. So if he shot him five times, would it have been racist? I'm going to put a link in the episode description, a video that's very hard to watch. Two police officers are, are backing up because there's a white suspect um, uh, uh, um, that is holding a knife and coming to get him. Okay, he's walking towards them. They're backing up. They are pleading with this man to put the knife down and to stop because police officers don't want to kill people. Okay, that's traumatizing to them. And they are begging him. You can watch it yourself. I will post the link. And the guy ends up finally charging at them. And the police officer, watch the video, shoots him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. And he's white. And you know what the guy does? He's on the ground for a few seconds. He gets back up. He charges the police officer again and tries his best to slit the police officer's throat. And thankfully, the second one, uh, the second officer is able to save him. So seven times, is it overkill? I, I'm not a policeman, but I just saw a man get shot seven times and get back up and try to murder the policeman. Doesn't sound like it, it's a racism thing, does it? Okay, but 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 police officers are the bad guys, and that's the media narrative. CNN breaking news from yesterday. Okay, I'm, I'm reading, and I quote, Two Chicago police officers pulled over a person suspected of having a gun. And all three ended up hospitalized with gunshot wounds, officials say. So in case you think that's just a, a weirdly phrased thing, they're not trying to, to make it look like police, you know, are good guys that sometimes get shot at and, and it's, a, it's a dangerous job. 
Um, here's the lead of the story. Two Chicago police officers pulled over a person suspected of having a gun early Sunday, and all three ended up hospitalized with gunshot wounds. Here's how the local media covered Chicago's ABC7. Two Chicago police officers were shot, and a suspected shooter was wounded Sunday morning after a traffic stop in Homan Square on the west side. Okay, here's what happened. The suspect shot the two police officers, and a third police officer came to the rescue and shot the suspect. That is what happened. They pulled over a traffic stop, and, and, and the suspect shot the police officers. But we don't want to make it look like, you know, uh, police officers are humans and that they, they ever do anything right. No, let's dehumanize them. That's what we do. There's a, there's a cartoon in the uh, Atlanta newspaper or whatever uh, a few days ago with it, uh, uh, for a school lockdown drill. And it shows a white girl and a black boy uh, kneeling under a desk. And the black boy says, huh, this is kind of like when the police show up or the police are called. Are you kidding me right now? The same time that came out in Atlanta, there were 39 kids that were rescued. 39 missing kids, including 15 that have been sex trafficked. Victims of sex trafficking. Did you hear about that? Was that a national news story that was blowing up? No, because we don't want to make police officers look good. Okay, here's, here's what I've learned. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Okay, anybody that supports it is wrong. Is not a good person. Okay, evil. Okay, I have no problem saying that. Um, they, they don't care about black people at all. Because when black people like David Dorn and, and Zykir Young and countless others are murdered by other black people, not a word. But when a police officer justifiably shoots Jacob Blake, now we're going to protest and now we can burn more buildings and kill more people in protest. They want us to, to, to think that the police are bad guys, that, that all the policemen, especially the white ones, are bad. There's videos on Twitter where uh, black people are getting up in black police officers' face and calling them traitors and Uncle Toms. Okay, there's so much violence happening right now and so many so-called Christians are supporting it and so many people are, are instigating it and, and they just want to see more violence and innocent people are getting hurt. Innocent people are losing their businesses. I remember Nutia told me whenever I decided I wanted to go back to college and be a teacher and she decided, uh, she told me whenever I got finished um, that she was proud because I, I decided I wanted to do something and I made it happen. Okay, and that didn't even take a long time. But these people have worked for 20, 30, 40, 50 years starting a business from scratch, giving their entire lives to this thing, and then Black Lives Matter can come in and just burn it and burn it all to the ground, and that's okay because you say it's reparations? So yes, I've learned that Black Lives Matter is an evil organization, anyone that supports it is too, okay? Because these people are innocent, and they have given their life's work, and it's like, well, they have insurance. No. Okay, insurance won't cover some of it, and insurance will try to get up, and then the premiums will be raised, and now they're out of business until they can restock and all this. We won't get into all that, but I've learned that Black Lives Matter is evil. I've learned that police officers are good. Okay, and if there is a racist police officer, yes, he needs to be off the force because racism is evil. Okay, uh, uh, anybody that is racist, you need to get racism out of your life. So do not think I'm up here saying, oh, no, racism doesn't exist, because it definitely does. But whenever you start crying racism, when you when you see the Jacob Blake thing, just because he's a black man that was killed by a white police officer, and you start saying racism, that discounts the fact, um, um, that discounts other causes or other cases when racism actually happens. So you are making it worse. Okay, you want to talk about racism? Let's do a Maud Arbery, because I, I was... 
I was telling people that that was racism and I was arguing with people and I stood up for him. Let's talk about Tamir Rice. Let's talk about others. But you cannot use Jacob Blake. And you cannot say, don't say Cannon's name because, oh, uh, you know, that's getting in the way of BLM, the terrorist organization that we support. Let's not do that. So if you don't want to look at the facts and you just want to look at the color of people's skin, okay, then just keep doing what you're doing. But these are the facts, people. And the fact is that we have also lost our humanity because we can look at Cannon Hennett and see that picture and not even get upset that a five-year-old boy was executed in his front yard by an adult. Okay, the thing that upsets us is when someone uh, tries to use that and say, hey, why wasn't that covered? And that upsets us because you're like, oh, well, Black Lives Matter. Let's not uh, take away from them. And, and that upsets you more than a five-year-old boy being murdered. There's a lack of humanity. Okay, that is the problem. So I, 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 I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of so-called Christians standing up for this evil and participating in it. Because I do not understand how you could do that and then claim that you love God and claim that you're a Christian. So what can you do? Look, here's something I did. Something that the Hennon family won't know. But I, I for for several days, I had Cannon's picture on the, uh, on the wallpaper of my phone. And every time I picked up my phone and saw his picture, I prayed for his family. Pray for his sisters who have to go to school with the image of their brother being shot in their heads. Pray for his, her, his parents. Okay, pray for that family. Pray for these police officers that are getting attacked right now. Okay, pray for them to, to, to be safe because they have families that they want to get home to. Yeah, their lives matter too. I know some police officers personally with young kids and a wife who, who, who don't know if the, their, husband's gonna, their husband their dad is going to get home that day. Pray for them. Let's do something for the police officers to let them know that we support them. Let's stop supporting Black Lives Matter and stop putting up with this and stop supporting the violence and instigating stuff. And let's look at the facts instead of just seeing the color of people's skin. Anytime something happens to a black person does not mean there's racism. Let's look at the facts of why it happened. And let's be informed instead of ignorant. Do black lives matter? Of course they do. But white lives matter too. Police lives matter too. Everyone's life matters. And we need to get back to that because my Bible tells me, be ye kind one to another. My Bible tells me, love one another. And I've been told that you can't fix the problem by loving people and being kind. I don't know what you're talking about. You are a crazy person if you believe that. Because if we just loved everybody like we love ourselves and we're just kind to everybody, no matter if they're white, black, Hispanic, Filipino, it doesn't matter. If, if we just loved everyone and treated everyone the way we want to be treated, this racism problem would go away. Is there a racism problem in America? Yes. Okay. And, and my wife has experienced it and, and I don't want to have to talk to Haven one day uh, about why some, some, some kid at the playground at school is, is calling her the N word. Okay. Because I'm sure that's going to have happen. Okay. We've had to talk um, to Esther about things, why people say things. I, I care about this stuff. I hate racism. Okay. We should look at one another as equal people. Racism is definitely a problem, but stop dehumanizing police. Stop memorializing violent criminals who did something dumb and then have to face the consequences of their actions. Stop making them heroes. 
Okay, stop dehumanizing Canon Hennett and his family and making light of what they have to go to. Be a human, do what's right, and love everybody the same. Because you are not helping things when you're instigating things, and you are not helping things by supporting the Black Lives Matter organization. Of course, Black Lives Matter. Everyone matters. That's what I'm trying to say. But some people believe that only the only black lives that matter are the ones that are killed by white police officers. When there's black people being gunned down in the streets, what about them? They matter too. So please, just show some empathy for these innocent victims. That is what I'm asking. That is why I've been so upset and so angry and so frustrated recently. Because I see this crap from so-called Christians and from from people who just want to jump on the bandwagon and you're hurting the cause. You say you want to end racism and you're making racism worse. You are hurting the cause because it's it's going to downplay the next time uh, a racist thing happens. Okay, you're, you're also instigating violence, which makes black people look worse. I don't want black people to look bad. That will make my wife and daughters look bad. I don't want them to look bad. I don't want some white person to look at them and see something, see something bad or, 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 or look, just, just stop with all of this. Just stop. Be a human. Okay. Treat everyone kindly. Stop with the anger. Stop with the hate. Y'all, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Um, I know this podcast has been very organized. Um, I have a lot of thoughts um, hurt and I just wanted to get it off my chest. So if you stuck around this long, thank you. Um, we'll be back soon with another lighthearted episode with Ben and Utia. Um, but thank you very much for listening and y'all have a good rest of the day.